Hello, and welcome to another episode of Here's Horror. My name is Moth. My name is Tay. Happy holidays. And, yeah, happy holidays. <laughs> it's that time of year. It's the holidays. It's maybe <laughs> snowing wherever you are, unless you're in Australia or, you know, the other, where it's summer in the other hemisphere. <laughs> na, na, na. Thank you, Tay. <laughs> Do you like my song, guys? I loved that song. Thank you so much for gracing us with that. Um, I, for free, welcome. too, I, folks. I, right? That was free. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Most, usually I charge. For yeah, my, for my sweet, sweet melodic voice. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a privilege. Um, it, it truly was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make sure to be thankful for that this holiday season. <laughs> Seriously, um, that's gonna be uploaded on um SoundCloud. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Link in our description. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> anyway, so. It's the holiday season. We know this, right? Yeah, I have the giggles. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, man. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I'm normal now. It's the holidays, guys. I'm just... I'm... I'm We're just... I also goofy. just, like, chugged a bunch of coffee, so that might be it. Yeah. On an empty and stomach. We, yeah. And we did just spend the last hour just As talking usual. about <laughs> shit that makes us happy. Well, As last usual. week we were raging, but this That's week true. we That's were true. talking about things that make us happy, so I just, we're, like, a little bit g- giggly. <laughs> I feel like every episode we intro with being like, so for the past hour, we've just been like to chat. That's just what we do. It's, it's fine. fine. <laughs> yeah. Today the topic was yarn and books in case yeah, you were wondering. <laughs> exactly. We just love to fucking talk. That's why we started a podcast. We do. That's kind of like the whole shut thing. The fuck up. It's great. Nope. Me neither. But <laughs> since it's the holiday season, we're going to talk about a holiday horror movie today. Oh my God. What? That's crazy. I know. Wild. We might not do this every year. We might do it every year. I just think it's fun and whimsical. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. If it's not your vibe, I get it, though. Next week, we'll resume with the actual fuck shit. It's great. Yeah. It's our podcast. We can do whatever the fuck we want. That's so true. And that's not to say that this movie does not have some fuck shit, because it does. So. (laughs) I mean, Krampus had a lot of fuck shit, so. It had so much fuck shit. I do think that this one has... I'm not going to say less fuck shit. It's a different brand of fuck shit. Okay, so that's fine. We we, we support it. all fuck shits here. We do. It's the whole vibe. <laughs> we should just, fuck shittery is our We're thing. renaming the podcast. This is the fuck shit podcast. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Beautiful. It sounds great to me. I'm down for it. Welcome to the fuck shit podcast. <laughs> and I'm Tay. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyway, so today we're going to be watching, um, not technically a movie, oh, but also kind of a movie. Okay. It's, it's actually an episode in a horror anthology series called okay. Into the Dark. Okay. And this episode is called A Nasty Piece of Work. So each episode in this anthology, I'll get into it a little bit more in a second, but each episode is like a full length film. So this is still like an hour and a half movie Mm -hmm. and it's a standalone thing, but Mm -hmm. it's part of this series. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So, but because it's an episode in a series, it was a little difficult to approach this film in the same way that we usually approach the others in terms Mm -hmm. of like what I'm going to talk about before and what we'll talk about after the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so for a lot of this, I'll be talking about the series as a whole, but focusing specifically on a nasty piece of work whenever possible. Okay. But it was kind of hard to find things on just this episode because some of the episodes in the series have their own, like, Wikipedia page, and then mm-hmm. from there you can, like, find other shit about it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And... This one does not, mm-hmm. and I was only able to find, like, a total of four interviews Yikes. <laughs> of anyone involved in this movie, and they mm-hmm. all, I am so sorry to the people who conducted them, they all kind of sucked and, like, <laughs> didn't include anything helpful. So, I'm doing my best here, but there's not a lot to work off of, quite It'll be okay. Frankly. Well, it, it might just be an extra chatty episode, and that's fine. Exactly. Like that's I, totally fine. As previously stated, we love to fucking talk, so. We do. That we do. We'll really get into it this time. (laughs) Yeah. And I I, I definitely still wanted to do this one because it is like one of my favorite holiday horror slash thriller movies. It's very fun to me. I really like it. I'm excited. So a little bit about Into the Dark. It's a Blumhouse series. Ooh, okay, okay. So you know it's gonna be fucking good, right? 
It was ordered by Hulu and it had two seasons in 2018 and 2019. So all of the episodes in this anthology are available on Hulu, which is really cool. And season two was supposed to go into 2020. Like it started in 2019. It was supposed to go into 2020 and end that September. Mm -hmm. But then due to something weird that happened globally (laughs) that year, um, filming for the last two episodes was delayed and they didn't come out until February and March of 2021. Mm -hmm. So each episode in the series, like I said, is a standalone film, but they're all based on holidays. So that's fun. Yeah, and the way that they structured it was each episode came out once a month for the entire year, starting in October, and each month's episode was based around a holiday within that month. Oh, that's cool. So, like, yeah, so, like, October was Halloween, November was Thanksgiving, Christmas, etc., but they also had some more, um, like, not as commercial holiday stuff, like, they had an International Women's Day and Ides of March one. Oh, cool. And um, that just a lot of different stuff that you might not necessarily think of Mm -hmm. so that was kind of fun and well i mean we think about international women's day at all times but like they had other things too that's the only thing going on in my brain at any moment it's just that's the only thing i care about i love women i love women (laughs) (laughs) yeah women women i I did the little women thing in case the the hands yep (laughs) (laughs) and each season had a couple of like repeat holiday themes like the the commercialized ones but Mm -hmm. there's Each season did have several unique ones that, like, helped keep the content Mm. fresh. Mm. So it could be fun to revisit some of the episodes around other holidays, but this is the only one I've seen so far in this anthology. Mm. I think maybe over the next year I'm going to watch the rest of them because it seems really fun. (laughs) Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah. So because these episodes were all Blumhouse productions, like I said, Jason Blum was the executive producer for all of them, but each episode had a different director and a completely different cast. Oh, cool. Yeah, there's apparently some element of these episodes that connects them all together as well, but I don't really know what that is yet. Mm. So I'll look for that as I watch more of them. Yeah. And I will let y'all know. And A Nasty Piece of Work, which we'll be watching today, like I mentioned, was part of season two in the series with the episode airing on December 6th, 2019. Nice. The ratings are confusing. Okay. <laughs> the... So for Into the Dark, the whole series itself, it was pretty average ratings. So it had a 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb with 5.3 thousand ratings. And then on Rotten Tomatoes, it had a 70% and then a 72% audience score. Like I said, pretty average. Mm -hmm. And then for this episode in particular, the IMDb rating was 6.7 out of 10 with only 1.9 thousand ratings. And then... (laughs) The Rotten Tomatoes rating, it doesn't have an official critic score at all. Okay. But it has a 100% audience score. Slay. With one whole vote. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It just just has the one vote. Real. (laughs) Yeah. And that is by somebody named Lexi K. Uh, Their review was left in December of 2022, so a whole three years after the film came out. Um, To sum up their review, the film was better than they anticipated, kept them on their toes, and they would highly recommend it to other viewers. So they really liked it as well. (laughs) I Yeah, that's me talking about random obscure knowledge. (laughs) Me too. 100% recommend. Please pay attention to me. (laughs) Same. So if you're listening and you watch this movie and you like it, go leave a Rotten Tomatoes review. Make yes, it count. seriously. Do it. I'm going to have to like, do that after this. <laughs> right? Because I'm a little sad about it, but it's fine. <laughs> and so this episode is generally a really highly regarded installment of this series, though, even though it doesn't have like a lot of... Or really any (laughs) reviews, quite frankly. Um, I did find an article that ranked all of the episodes in the series, so all 24 episodes, and Mm -hmm. this installment was ranked number one. Oh, cool. Yeah. There's also several Reddit threads and, like, other things like that where you can find people just talking about how fun this movie is. So a lot of people really do like it. They just don't leave reviews. (laughs) I love a fun movie. I love a fun horror movie. Like, yeah, and that's exactly what this is. There's, like, definitely elements of comedy in there, but it's not yeah. really a horror comedy, but it, it's just fun. I feel like after watching Skinnamarink, I am appreciating fun horror movies a lot more because Skinnamarink was not a might. fun horror movie. 
no it was not no, at all wasn't. but now i'm like i like look forward to like the like little like fun little whimsical horror movies like yeah. I'm, I'm into it <laughs> oh my god there's it's it's great it's a good time and like it's it's whimsical for the holidays you yeah. know it's great we love it yeah so moving forward the budget was eh? <laughs> I, uh, I don't know <laughs> I've absolutely no idea the budget looked. was five christmas trees Five Christmas trees. That was the budget. <laughs> yep. Confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> Genuinely, I looked for a budget for the series as a whole. Couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. For budgets for like episode by episode, obviously couldn't find it. So I'm just like, Meh. five Christmas trees. You're five absolutely Christmas right. Trees. Yep. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Yeah. The director of this is named Charles Hood. He's been writing and directing since 2007, starting with a film called Freezer Burn. He's made a couple of shorts after that and then directed and co-wrote the film Night Owls in 2015 before directing this episode of Into the Dark in 2019. Cool beans. Yeah. Since then, he's directed several episodes of the series Play by Play and In the Vault. And he also has a project in pre-production called There She Goes. Oh, cool. Yeah. The writer for this was Paul Soder. He is a writer, producer, and actor as well. And he started writing in 1994 with a short, and then he went on and started writing as part of the Broken Lizard team. They're a team of writers that work on a lot of projects together, essentially. Why is the lizard broken? That's sad. I don't know. I didn't look too far into it, but, like, what happened to that lizard, you know? I, I want to know what happened to the lizard. <laughs> I have a lot of questions Sorry, about the, the lizard. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, I have the giggles today. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yep. It's fun. It's a giggly, happy, it, funny little episode. It, yeah. I love it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> We're having a great time. And uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. Paul Soder. He also wrote a few more TV episodes, shorts, and films before writing a nasty piece of work. And since then, he's had a couple more projects that came out this year, including a film called Quasi and episodes of the TV series Tacoma FD, which I assume is about the Tacoma Fire Department, but I don't actually know. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine that's like absolutely so far from what it's about. (laughs) (laughs) FD stands for fairy dust. Tacoma fairy dust. <laughs> Tacoma fairy dust. You know what? It's going to be about magical firemen. <laughs> yes! Fly to their <laughs> scenes. They're like, the they're like Tinkerbell out. size. They fight fires yeah. with fairy dust. It's Tacoma and fire it's department. It's all fairy about dust. how difficult that is because they're fighting real life human sized fires. <laughs> it as turns tiny out that fairy dust is flammable. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there no, it's like it's like a Fahrenheit four fifty one situation where the fire department co- it like starts fires. Yes. Yeah, okay, okay, yep. Mm-hmm. That's that's what it is. That's uh, yep. where we are. For sure. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Makes sense to me. Don't fact check that. That's <laughs> nope. what it is. If it's about something different, don't tell me. You're wrong. I don't wanna know. I don't wanna know. Yeah. It seems whimsical and fun, so I'm down for it. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and now on to our cast. Molly Hagen plays Kiwi, which I love that they have a character named Kiwi. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. That's such a cute name. It is a cute name. I'm <laughs> going to add that to my, like, future child name. Not that I'm probably not going to have children, but Kiwi. <laughs> yeah. It could be a little nickname. Yeah. Kind of thing. Or even a name name, but, like, sure. I'm just... It could be a pet least. name. Could be a pet name. Oh, that'd be so For a cute. Pet? Are you kidding me? Yeah, like a little that'd tiny dog. So oh, my God. Imagine a little tiny dog named Kiwi. Oh, my God. Shut up. I'm oh crying. Oh, my God. Oh my if God. you have an animal named Kiwi, let us send us a picture. Send us pictures. <laughs> I'm begging. I'm begging. I uh, I will do anything. Oh That's God. not true, but I am begging. <laughs> Last week we did so good at staying on topic. <laughs> not this week. Not this. Not week. this week. Who cares? It's fine. <laughs> it's it's holidays. It's the holiday season. We can do whatever we want. It's true. It's our podcast. <laughs> we can do whatever we want. That's anyway, true. Kiwi. Resuming, so Kiwi, there, we also have Natalie Hall as Missy, Kyle Howard as Ted, Dustin Milligan as Gavin, you may recognize him from Schitt's Creek. Oh, okay. Yeah, Julian Sands as Steven, he's also in a whole bunch of other shit, but I forgot to write down what else he's in, so <laughs> you have a Google machine, uh, you can find that out on your own. <laughs> or you might just recognize him, or you might have heard that name and been like, bitch, I know all of his work, and then you're probably yelling at me right now, but that's a you problem, not yep. a me problem. We can't hear you yelling, so it's fine. No, <laughs> we can't, it's fine. Moving on. <laughs> um, 
Angela Serafian as Tatum. I might have butchered her last name. I once again forgot to write down a pronunciation guide and I am deeply sorry. And then Nico Greetham as Daniel. That's the whole cast. I love the name Nico. Sorry. It's so it's so underrated. It's a fantastic name. Not enough name. people are named Nico. It's it, I'm I might be a little biased because Nico's my favorite character in the Percy Jackson series, but I just Fair. love that name. I feel like it's such a good solid name. Nico. It's a good name. It, and I fantastic. feel like anyone named Nico just has like good They passed the vibe check. Like I've never they met do. a bad Nico. Just no. personally. <sighs> yeah. I've only met maybe two. Yeah, I, I, don't know if good met, vibes. I don't know if I've even met a single Nico, honestly. I'm not going to lie. Um, in your heart. It's in my vibes. heart. I know. I know. And the Nico of my heart <laughs> passes yeah. the vibe check. And the one in That's Percy Jackson matters. passes the vibe check. We love them. There you go. There's two of them right yep. there. It, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so what is this movie about? I'm sure you're wondering. I, I would am. love, just since we're being silly goofy, from the title, A Nasty Piece of Work, what do you think it's about? See, you said that, and I I thought work, and I'm thinking it's a holiday mm-hmm. movie, and I'm thinking probably maybe a Christmas movie, and so I want to say it's about, like, the elves, like, re- revolting um, for Santa and, like, overthrowing him and, like, giving him the guillotine, like, eat the rich situation, <laughs> um, and taking over Santa's workshop and demanding fair pay and unionizing. Yep, that's it. You nailed it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, uh, but unfortunately it is actually about something else. It is a Christmas movie, though. You did get that part. There are no elves involved, unfortunately. Yeah. So basically, it's about this, like, rich executive. So there is an eat the rich situation. Okay, okay, okay. Capitalism. All right. Capitalism. You got that. So a rich executive invites some of his employees for a dinner party that seems to be, like, about a promotion. And, like, technically it is. But he pits them against each other for the chance at it. And it's essentially like a fight to the death for this promotion. Okay. And um, yeah, it's fucked up. It's almost like in my brain, it's almost like the most dangerous game, but make it Christmas. Okay. A little bit. But it's like not hunting people. Mm -hmm. So it's like the most dangerous game, but not. (laughs) (laughs) It's like not at all, but it is. (laughs) But it is in my heart. You know what I mean? Same vibe. Yeah, absolutely. It is the same vibe. If it's in your heart, that means it's true. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it works today. Yeah. The Nico so. of your heart says. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Anywho, we're gonna take it down a notch for trigger warning. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. Okay, I'm normal again. You can- <laughs> Anytime someone does the whole like. To try to, like, get themselves to stop laughing. It just makes me laugh more. So sorry about yeah. that. Anywho, trigger warnings. If I start laughing in the middle of this, I swear to God I'm not laughing about what I'm saying. No. It's just because I can't stop. Yeah. It's fine. It's one of those days. So the, it is. The first one is heavy. It's an attempted sexual assault. Oh. So it's not super graphic as far as the type of that type of content goes but Mm. it does happen like someone gets smooched without their consent and Mm. then like someone tries to do some more shit but but they were able to like get away okay so everyone is safe Mm -hmm. there's well everyone's safe in that regard yes (laughs) there is also gun violence there's mentions of child death there's vomiting so i'm gonna be having a bad time and then Use of ableist slurs, specifically the R slur, is said, I think, a few times. And then, yeah, it's gross. And then gore, because, Mm. you know, they're trying to fight to the death. Yeah. And then there's also just some fuck shit that happens. I don't want to, like, say the fuck shit I'm talking about because I don't want to, like, spoil anything, but Mm. there's, like, yeah. And not in, like, a, it's not fuck shit in a trigger warning way. It's, Mm. like, in honestly kind of an amusing way, but there Uh, is gore involved. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Okay. Gore yeah. is the trigger, but you're not going to give away what the fuck shit is that causes the gore. Other than the whole fight to the death thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you know you get it. It's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's it. We're going to watch it. It's okay. going to be fun. Do you I'm think excited. it can handle it? I think so. I'm excited yeah. for a little whimsical-y, uh, holiday-y, movie-y. It's fun. It's a good time. <laughs> it definitely gets you in your eat-the-rich mood, which you, right. know, you never leave, but, but like... Yeah. 
I mean, I was preparing for that anyway. I'm also, I'm yeah. reading um, a Vonnegut book about the dangers of capitalism right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's, I'm really in the vibe. I'm really in the like, eat the rich, yeah. like, let's bring out the guillotine vibe, which I mean, always I am. Um, bring back guillotines. capitalism, but I'm even more in the mood right now. Hell yeah, perfect. So this is a very fitting installment yes. for where we're at right now. Absolutely, Absolutely. for sure. <laughs> Hell yeah, let's fucking go. Let's get into it. All right, see y'all on the side, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Kill him. Kill him. <laughs> Kill him. Kill him. Push him off. Kill, Kill him. your boss. Kill your, Kill your boss. boss. Let it be known that this podcast only supports fictional murder, not real yes, life not murder. Yes, not real murder. Bruh. I, mm, fucking, I. No, you can't kill your wife, but for a hundred thousand dollars and two weeks in Aruba, sure, why not? Oh god, she's gonna shoot his hand. Yeah. Oh, my guy. I'm hiding mm-hmm. my face. I don't like this. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm so scared. That's fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Tatum. Take those earrings out. (laughs) She's like, I'm gonna get in a fucking fight. (laughs) She's about to fist fight for you, bro. Mm Mm-hmm. Be nice to your wife. For real. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? be given the heavily drugged person a weapon no it's probably not the best idea and he also like is wearing armor so in his drugged up ass mind he probably thinks he's some sort of weird fucking knight right about now Ah, ah, so ah. not the best plan don't do it ted now isn't it enough to know he can kill you like you can kill him yeah Kill him instead. Honestly, though, yeah. <laughs> and we've circled all the way back to kill your boss. Kill, kill your, your boss. boss. In a fictional sense. In a fictional yeah. sense. <laughs> uh, oh my god. god. So fucking gross. This is awful to watch. It's so horrific. This is insanity. Y'all need to fucking leave. I hate this. I'm getting For sick. For real. I'm getting sick to my goddamn stomach. Kill him! Kill him! Kill him! Kill him! Kill your boss! Kill your boss! In a fictional sense. Yes, yes. Tatum. Uh, the only logical person in this fucking group. Facts. Big facts. Final girl shit. That is In final In this house girl we stand, shit. Tatum. Oh, abso-fucking-lutely. <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Why would you go out there? Uh... Right? This is some weird cult shit. Mm-hmm. I don't trust a bunch of old white men doing anything, let alone no. standing around with masks on. Nope, absolutely not. Yes! Yes! Tatum! Yes! Final girl queen! Final girl queen! Kill your Boss bosses! Bitch <laughs> shit! Kill your bosses! In a I fictional love sense. I love women! <laughs> I love women! Yet another win for women. Literally. We they love just keep women. winning. Ugh. <laughs> I love it when women win. I love it. I love it when women. Same. Hell yeah, queen. Never take your eye off the fucking underdog. Hurt the fucking snowflake earrings, bitch. Bitch. (laughs) Damn right. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Hell yeah.
we're back. That we was have incredible. I understand why it has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Me fucking too. I would also give it 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm making that, a, that's a 10 out of 10. You haven't asked yet, but that's a 10 out of 10 for me. <laughs> I'm so glad. We can, we can start there. We also do have a game, but we, yes. can, we can start with ratings real quick. So oh in general, 10 out of 10. Honestly, yes. I agree. I fucking love this movie. And then in terms of spookies. Uh, I'm going to give it like, like a four or five like it wasn't four or five yeah it was definitely it was more thriller-esque than it was horror but it was so much fun the like little spooky parts that they had in it were were good I liked that the people in the walls I'm I I enjoy it yeah I enjoy people like crawling around the walls I'm about it like you know we don't talk about Bruno like in Kanto that was a yeah shit slapped (sighs) it it absolutely (laughs) wholeheartedly agree and like i i feel like this movie we talked about it a little bit while we were watching it but i feel like this movie just does a really excellent job of either making you uncomfortable Mm -hmm. or like just angry yeah the entire Mm -hmm. time and um it's just a a fascinating movie to me it was so so much fun good it was such a fun movie you're right i love a little fun little horror thriller movie ah it's so good hell yeah I'm so glad you loved it. And, like, if you haven't seen this, it's so much fun. Just watch it. Like, yeah. And the gore in it is honestly, like, not bad at yeah, all. Yeah, no. It's, it's really not bad. Um, And, I don't know. Just, we're going to get into it, but the commentary on capitalism, on how people treat their workers, mm-hmm. everything in regards to that is fantastic. Uh, oh, yeah. It's a good social it's, commentary on all of that. I wholeheartedly agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But before we get into that... We're going to play a little game. We're we gonna haven't take done a, a game in a little while. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to take a, a hint from Missy and talk about people's Zodiac signs. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> I'm so excited. Because, yes, she's all about trying to figure out people's Zodiac signs. She loves tarot, things like that. Same. We don't love Missy in this house, but no. we understand that vibe Yeah, at least. I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah. So to start, Stephen, the rich man the absolute menace behind it all okay i i have an answer for this and it's a swift answer okay what pisces okay i can see pisces i can see pisces but i'm also seeing like like a virgo energy like he's always got a plan he's always got some some shit up his sleeves but i also get pisces Mm -hmm. because pisces are all a little bit evil like sorry no pisces Pisces, they're all especially pisces men yeah Pisces are all a little bit evil. Yeah. And I dated a Pisces I have, man once and he certified evil, like for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I have like also statistical shit to back this up. Yeah. The vast majority of known serial killers yeah. are Pisces. Yeah. Pisces and like Scorpios, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what's after that, but yeah, Scorpio I think is pretty high up. But the main one Pisces. is Pisces. No, yeah. All Pisces men are just slightly evil. He's just more. I feel like maybe, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like a Pisces sun and then maybe, like, a Virgo, like, moon or rising. Because he's yes. a man with a plan. Up until the very end. Uh, but because he also let his feelings get the most of him and go over the plan, which is a very water sign thing to do. Um, That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, Pisces are a water sign. I just... Yeah. I always forget that Scorpios are a water sign, and so I, like, flip I do too. them. It, Scorpio yeah. doesn't seem like it should be a water sign, but it totally is. Um, mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. Yeah. Pisces. So Stephen's a Pisces yes. with a little bit of Virgo in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. What about Kiwi? She kind of gives me Capricorn energy. <laughs> I'm curious about why. Um, I feel like she's also a woman with a plan. She's a little mm-hmm. angry. She's a little pissy mm-hmm. all the time, which is kind of Capricorn-esque mm-hmm. vibes. Uh, no okay. offense to Capricorns. I, I like a Capricorn. Um, oh yeah, we love Capricorns. They also just do have an attitude. Yeah, they like yeah. She has an attitude, especially Capricorn and Pisces. Mm, they, they're mm-hmm. gonna butt oh. heads. Um, That's gonna yeah. That can be a little gnarly so at times. Capricorn, <laughs> maybe like a Libra. Okay, yeah, especially with planning and things. Yeah, because Libras are big planners too, mm-hmm. and they like balance. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if she likes balance. I feel like she was kind of doing a little balancing act with like the two okay. of them i don't know with the two couples yeah she kind of would be rooting for one and then rooting for the other and then rooting for one and then rooting for the that's other that's true kind of she going does back and evil forth. balancing yeah she's like changing her alliance <laughs> like and not balancing in the sense of mm-hmm. justice in like the stereotypical mm-hmm. libra way but balancing in the sense that she's gonna let her scales tip and even out just okay i can get behind sense. this okay okay i can get yeah. behind this i i yes i like this what do you think for sure I think I agree with you. She, like, I have a hard time 
figuring out who I think like very sinister people like. Mm-hmm. And this is not supposed to be offensive be. to certain signs at all. No, absolutely not. Like there's nuance to everything, and like it depends on who you are as a person inherently, mm-hmm. and that's not going to be like tied to your sign. So we're not saying all Pisces are evil. But anytime I see someone evil, I'm like, that's probably it's a Pisces. might be a Pisces. <laughs> Not all Pisces are evil, but all evil people are Pisces yes, in my brain. I agree with that. I'm trying to think if I have any <laughs> Pisces friends that I might be offending. I feel bad if I'm forgetting if I have any Pisces friends. I know for a fact that I do because every time I talk shit about Pisces, they pipe up and they're like, but I'm a Pisces. And I'm like, listen. Yeah, well, maybe you should do something You were reflecting. part of the exception until you made it about me. Sorry. <laughs> Seriously. If the shoe shit fits, lace that shit up and run. Yeah, I'm saying. It's okay. It's, it's okay fun. to be a little bit evil. First of all, it's okay Being to be a little, little bit evil. Being a little bit evil can be like so much fun. I'm a little so bit evil fun. sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's fine to for be a example, little bit evil. I was telling my friend about this, like, the other night because we went out for dinner mm-hmm. and our server came up and checked on us right after we both put a giant bite of sushi in our mouths, mm-hmm. right? And so after that happened, I was telling her about when I worked as a host at a restaurant. Um, I'm not going to name the restaurant, <laughs> it's fine. Um, eh, fuck it, it was Applebee's. So... <laughs> <laughs> When I worked there as a host, sometimes I would do that to people on purpose because I thought fine. it was hilarious. So some, it's fine. And that's a little bit evil. So it's fine to be a little bit evil as yeah. long as you're not doing it in a murderous way. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's okay to be a little bit evil. You know, it's It fine. can be fun. It can be fun for you as long as you're not like actively really hurting someone. Like Exactly. It's fine exactly. to be a little bit evil. That's the thing. Like. <laughs> When we're talking about this kind of shit, just, it's, it's all for funsies. Yeah, it's just for fun. Don't take anything too seriously that comes out of our mouth. Just in general. Um, Just in general. (laughs) You know, quite frankly. Yeah. (laughs) Especially this episode. I don't know what's happening Yeah, we're a little chaotic this episode, but it's I'm having a good time. All right. Next up is Gavin, though. Gavin. Um, I, hmm. He's kind of himbo-y. He gives kind of himbo. He is kind of himbo-y. And he's trying to get to the top. He's like, he's he's willing to be fake as fuck to get to the top. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. And I don't really know who that. It kind of gives water sign. Like, honestly, I, it kind of okay. gives Cancer Man. <laughs> I'm a Cancer. Does it? It kind of gives Cancer Man because Cancers are really good at being fake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. It's oh like, here's the thing. I'm really good at being fake, but in like a Taylor Swift mirrorball way, like I will change everything about myself to fit in, like. I'm a mirror ball mm-hmm. type situation, but cancer men can be evil. Like a not fully realized <laughs> cancer men. And I'm friends with some yeah. cancer men. I'm really sorry, but they're good at being fake and they're good at being a little bit evil. And they're also good at being himbos. <laughs> it's just like a water sign thing. Like you kind of, you yeah. can, you flow to whatever yeah. you need to be flowing to. That's great. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to give him cancer man energy. And then I, do they get like really frustrated when they like people aren't seeing them for the facade they're trying to put out? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because here's the thing about cancer is because you're a crab. So you have this like tough shell, but then a really soft interior. And yeah. as soon as that shell gets cracked, it's fucking over for you. Fair. Anyone okay. who knows me and knows who I am whenever I'm emotional, like it's fucking over for both of us anytime that I'm angry mm-hmm. at someone. Like, it, yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I kind of want to give, give him cancer. Cancer. I can, okay. I can get behind that mostly because I don't have a better answer and I, yeah. I appreciate the insight because I don't, I can't think of Cancer Men off the top of my head. I only know one Cancer Man and it's my partner's younger sibling. So sorry to, nice. to them if they're listening. Um, <laughs> I'm sure they're fine. I don't think he's evil. So it's okay. Um, <laughs> it's just this one. We love Cancers. Yeah. It's just, we do love Cancers. They also can be evil. Yeah. And that's okay. <laughs> Like I said, it's not it's not that bad to be evil. Also, I feel like cancers no. uh, really have like himboy energy. Like I feel like I can have himboy energy sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. I just if any sign is going to be a himbo, I feel like it's going to be a cancer. Just because they're emotional. I feel like Aries can be a little bit himboy too, yeah. but they're more himboy in like a happy, chaotic way. Yeah, maybe he's like Cancer Sun Aries rising or something like. that. I don't know if he has Aries in there though because mm. I don't think Aries are sinister at all. Yeah, that's fair. And he is. Yeah, he's a little sinister. Yeah. All right. I don't know. 
Cancer, though, yeah. for sure. We're, we're giving we're giving cancer energy. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and then Missy. Missy. Yes, Missy, indeed. I, I think she might be an Aquarius. Okay. Uh, what's what's your argument for that? So Aquarius are a little bit eclectic, mm-hmm. a little bit weird, and we're also, like, wildly insecure. Mm. Um, I'm an Aquarius. <laughs> so she, like uses that in a way of like she has to cling to her husband getting success because she is not confident in herself without that Mm -hmm. and she also like takes jabs at other people like Mm -hmm. whenever she can kind of thing Mm -hmm. and you can tell that it very much comes from a place of like deep self-hatred quite frankly yeah so um (laughs) (laughs) for those reasons this is not a cry for help I think she's an Aquarius all right, I can support yeah. that. I and it's also not to say that I relate. Yeah, but like there are aspects of like what a stereotypical Aquarius is that definitely, definitely vibe. Yeah, no, I get that. I okay, I agree. I support. I support mm-hmm. this decision. Um, yeah, I don't. I love that our signs aligned with the evil people. In yes, this right. Situation. It's fine. Whatever. It's totally fine. Everything's totally fine. What about? Did you have any other opinions on Missy? No, I can't. I can't think of anything that I would, I would, swap that out with. So, mm-hmm. we'll we'll give it Aquarius. Solid. <laughs> what about Ted. Ted. He. He was kind of a little bitch baby. I'm not gonna lie. He was a little bit of a bitch baby. But he yeah. also, you know, he stuck his he stuck to his grounds. He has his mm-hmm. morals. I, he's I feel like some sort of earth sign. Yeah. Um, and he owned up to his shit quite a bit, too. Yeah. Maybe, like, a Taurus. Maybe a Taurus. I could see a Taurus. I yeah. could see, like, he's a little bit bullheaded. He's a little stubborn. He didn't mm-hmm. want to leave, even though he thought the whole thing was bullshit. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. I'm so sorry to any Tauruses in my life, including my partner, but Tauruses can be a little bit of a bitch baby. Like, it's just how it is. <laughs> it can happen. Oops, sorry, it definitely that was my can. Chair doing something weird. That noise. I don't know yeah. if you guys heard it, but um, it, it sounded weird. <laughs> the headrest <laughs> like went headphones. down. I was I was pressing on it. It went down. I'm pulling That's it back okay. up. Okay. Anyway, sorry That's guys. Okay. Yeah. But, so they can, but then they definitely always, like, kind of come back with, you know what, this is actually, like, what's important to me. And, like, fuck you for trying to get in the way of that. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I feel like they have have their little moments where they're, like, gonna be a bitch baby about it. That's fine. You can do that. But then Mm -hmm. they always, they always circle back around. It's that, like, you know, the bullheadedness, you know, they're represented by the bull. They're Mm -hmm. gonna be stubborn. They're gonna throw a hissy fit. But then they're gonna be steadfast and strong about it, too. So. yeah. I'm down for that. Okay. I agree. Cool. Yeah. And then Tatum. Oh my god, our girl. Our girl. Queen Tatum. I believe in my heart of hearts that she is either a Gemini or a Scorpio. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. am leaning more towards Scorpio. Okay. Because I feel like... She's a little more fierce. Yeah, she's a little more fierce. And I also feel like a Gemini because they have those, like, the twins that come out. Like, mm-hmm. you know... I don't, I didn't ever see her as two different people. I saw her as getting angrier and getting more fed up with shit. And here's Mm -hmm. the thing. When a Scorpio is fed up, they're fucking fed up. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be like, bang, bang, bang. Kill the rich. Yeah, Scorpios (sighs) will be some of the most supportive people that you know. Mm -hmm. And then, like... When you piss them off to a point, exactly. Like, they will. (laughs) They're done. No one is safe. No one is safe. Nope. No. You're done. Yeah. Um, it's that water sign energy. I always say that, like, mm-hmm. Scorpios are a water sign in the sense that, like, a waterfall is water. Like, it's fucking, fucking yeah. it's gonna go. Yep. You stand underneath it for too long, you're getting knocked out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm happy with the Scorpio yeah. energy. Love Scorpios. Same. They're my mm-hmm. favorite sign. <laughs> what, they're in my top three. They're, I love yeah. them. I, yeah, I love a Scorpio. I. Same. Scorpios. Tauruses and, and Geminis are my three favorites. <laughs> Scorpios and Geminis are definitely two of my favorites. And mm-hmm. then I don't know what the third is, but I feel like there's another one in there and I can't pick an absolute favorite. Obviously, it's Cancer. Cancers are up there. Yeah, I was yeah. Gonna say, obviously Cancer because hello. <laughs> I think it probably is top three, like Gemini, Scorpio, and Cancer. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> yeah. I also get along really well with Aries. We don't need to get into this. 
but anyway yeah okay yeah, I've, yeah. i'm i'm happy with those answers i'm confident so that's our assessment all right what I do you guys think i didn't let us know i would love to hear what yeah. you guys think seriously absolutely <laughs> yeah <laughs> but all right back to the movie did you have any favorite or least favorite parts oh um the end the end is your favorite the end with with tatum that with was tatum? my favorite i oh my god I'm very Chef's happy kiss. with that ending. I uh, love women. I, we love to see women succeed. God, I love women. God, I love I just, women. <laughs> oh, yes. And, like, through the entirety of the film, once we actually saw Tatum, like, so in at the Christmas party itself when she was just on the phone, I was like, I don't know if I agree with her because, like, Ted is telling her about all of this, like, awful shit from his boss and being, like, like, like about the bonuses and stuff like that. And she's just, like, very toned down and like chill in her response and she is trying to calm him down but she's like it's fine you work hard you'll be fine but my reaction would definitely be um i'm gonna rage this is so fucked up i'm coming there right now yeah and so at that point i'm just like i need a little more from you and then the second we saw her she was giving us more so yeah no i feel like that was more of a i don't know i feel like they probably had that conversation a million times yeah. before knowing like because he said he's been what working there for three years like i'm sure right this was a regular occurrence and the fact that she if it was a regular occurrence she wasn't sitting on the phone being like okay well then fucking quit dude i'm tired of hearing about it like that's, that's true she was that's good. being very supportive she was being and, very like, supportive and yes I and i did that. love that mm-hmm. i just personally am supportive in a more rageful way yeah that's fair <laughs> that's fair <laughs> yeah but she was actively just trying to calm him down yeah. in that moment. And I did appreciate that. But yeah, consistently throughout the movie, she just like was bad bitch number one. Oh, she was. Didn't She's take like, any shit. And yeah. she was like, we're not here to fuck around. Yeah, exactly. Like, she decided they were going to stay. Also, I appreciate that she trusted him whenever they were like, oh, he's not working late at the offices. Like, where where's he going? What is he doing? And she's like, no, like, yeah. we're not talking about this. Like, I know you're just trying to get a rise out of me instead of being mm-hmm. like... Like, it's... Yeah. She understands that there's things you can talk about later. This is not the time yeah. to be arguing. She, like... Right. You could see that she had a moment of, like, what the fuck? Because, mm-hmm. like, anyone would. But mm-hmm. then she's like, we, this can be a later discussion. Mm-hmm. We're here for... Like, there's other more important things happening right mm-hmm. now. Like, for example, the fact that I just found out that my husband would be willing to cover up a murder, potentially. Yeah. So... <laughs> exactly. We have conversations and potentially some therapy to do when we get home. Yeah. This can be addressed later. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It'll, it's, a, it's a later conversation. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I really like that outcome. Um, If there had to be any outcome i'm glad it was that um Mm -hmm. i'm glad that they ate the rich uh love Uh, that for them love that Mm -hmm. for them and i feel like she would take that opportunity of being in charge now Mm -hmm. to slowly dismantle the other executives so that shit like this doesn't happen exactly she's like yeah no absolutely not we're we're fucking over it um all of you are gonna get shot if you Mm -hmm. fuck with me so you you know i'll do it and I think that the the crew of old white men, I think that they know that. Yeah, exactly. And as they yeah. should. Stay, yeah. stay in your place, old white men. Stay in your fucking lane. <laughs> know, know your place, my guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so this was a good movie. I loved the anti-capitalist uh, message. Um, yeah. That's I, like the whole thing. And yeah. it's kind of awesome. Um, I think it's a very cool representation of how a lot of people treat their employees. Um, the sense yes. of if you are an employee that goes above and beyond and works hard, um, you're not going to get rewarded. You're just going to be asked to work harder, um, mm-hmm. which is so true in so many places. Um, and yeah, absolutely unfortunate and is one of the reasons we need to have anarchy and uh, take over our capitalist overlords. Um, yep. Yeah, it's a very, like, visceral representation of, like, the widespread issue of employees being treated as subhuman. Yeah, And being absolutely. treated as, like, expendable. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I don't know, kind of playthings sometimes, yes. too. Yes. And it's just, like, you are here pawns to and... cater to my whims. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, this is chess. You're my pawns. I don't care about you. You're expendable. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, pawns and other and people's I th- games. I've seen it up close in my own, not my current workplace, I love where I work, but other other jobs that I've had, I've definitely seen it up close where management or just higher-ups just mm-hmm. play with people's jobs and it's like nothing to them. Um, and it's really sad to, to yeah. see and to watch. And 
I feel like everyone needs to sit down and watch this movie, and especially the really wealthy people, because, like, this could happen mm-hmm. to you. Um, it could. And honestly, I'm surprised that they felt comfortable enough to fuck with these people and give them actual weapons. For real. Uh, yeah. And think that nothing bad could happen to them, which is so accurate of a representation of how capitalists are. Like, Yeah. It I, really is. It's, yeah, it's the mentality of I can do anything with no repercussions mm-hmm. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And it's absolutely fucking rampant and disgusting. It and, is. yeah. And in the end, um, they ended up getting their shit wrecked. Yeah. So. Good. As they should. Yeah. I, the whole time. You heard us the whole time being, kill, kill your bosses. In a fictional sense. <laughs> in a fictional sense. Um, we only support murder in fictional yeah. universes. Yes. Not in the IRL universes. Yes. Don't kill your boss. Yes. Don't if, do that. If you if this ever gets taken to court, I would like to say on the record that we do not condone murder of any kind. We do not. Nope. Absolutely. But anyway, kill your bosses. <laughs> but anyway, kill your bosses fictionally. Um, write a little story about that and then burn it mm-hmm. um, so that people, if your boss actually dies, people don't think that you're the yeah. one that killed your boss. Absolutely. But. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so it's also like. In, like, the concept of, like, workplace treatment, it's mm-hmm. definitely very obviously there. But it's also just, like, capitalism as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like, this, what happens in this mansion is, like, a microcosm of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because the 1% view everyone below them mm-hmm. that way. Yep. As, like, subhuman. Mm-hmm. And for entertainment only. Yes. And just little rats and puppets that mm-hmm. they can do whatever they want with. And then at the end of the day, there's no... They're, it doesn't matter. Yep, it doesn't at matter. All. They're, like, not even real people. Yeah, it's... Exactly. Mm. And I think that the choice to make the team of executives all old white men... That was very a specific choice, for is sure. Is an absolutely very specific choice. And, like, because, like, you know, that's, that's who holds the majority of the wealth in the U.S. And it's... Yeah. It's really scary, quite mm. frankly, because they have such... a a disconnect from like what the majority of people in this country want or need or care about Mm -hmm. and they like just and i'm not talking about all old white men very obviously Mm -hmm. let me throw that out there i'm talking about the fucking one percent old white men you know and the ones who don't give a fuck yeah the ones who have so much money that they literally can't even spend it all in their lifetime in their children's lifetime or in their grandchildren's lifetime exactly and like the rampant misogyny all over the place Mm -hmm. like from the get-go whenever the the two couples arrive at the mansion Mm -hmm. is like crazy because he's being very very gross towards missy who's Mm. the apparently more wealthy one and he's just like immediately hitting on her Mm. and then just completely looks at um tatum as if she's fucking nothing because she's a woman who's not wealthy Mm -hmm. and it's and come to find out fucking missy and gavin aren't wealthy either yeah it's a fucking facade yeah and also, like, Missy was dressed a little bit more, like, conservatively. Not Missy. Uh, Tatum was dressed a little bit more conservatively. Mm-hmm. Um, which, like, women should be able to dress however the fuck they want without anyone yeah. hitting on them. Um, because how your dress is not an invitation. But it's, like, he seemed no. to perceive it that way. Like, she showed up. And obviously that was a, probably a specific move by them to be like, oh, well, mm-hmm. we might be more likely to get this promotion if you're showing off a little bit more skin, which is fucking disgusting, first of all. And then later yeah. he confronts her and is like, oh, like, you want your husband to get this promotion? Like, you yeah. know what's going to happen for women like you? Like, you've been existing long enough in this world to know what happens next. Like, fucking disgusting. Yeah, I, it's fucking mm-hmm. vile. And then also we know that Gavin definitely thought about that because whenever he's having that conversation with steven he literally says that he has to have his trophy wife Mm -hmm. wife he views her as a fucking piece of meat Mm -hmm. so he definitely would have had a say in what she was dressing up as Mm -hmm. or dressing as that night Mm -hmm. so like it was definitely a play at like oh i want you to look like a piece of meat so that my boss thinks that you're hot so that i get the promotion so that you're around more often mm-hmm. and it's like it, it, everything is just so it's so fucking gross yeah <laughs> no and even um how things happen kiwi like called it out like whenever she came back down from the the bathroom and she was all upset yeah. and she was like what did you do to her what did you like do and then like gavin's like 
kind of just playing it off and he was like do you not care that he was literally just fucking like slobbering yeah. all over your goddamn wife and he doesn't say anything because he doesn't in respond his, to that at all in his brain he's probably like well yeah like that's fine he's like it's fine if he secretly like, kind of hoping for that to happen yeah. so that he could get his promotion exactly he's like it's fine if he, she gets assaulted because then that means i get more money so whatever mm-hmm. oh my god i, I fucking hate yeah. capitalism i hate yeah. money i hate and, it like, he doesn't give a fuck about her at all because no. then like later the question ted asks him is would you kill your own wife if he offered you a million dollars and gavin's immediate response wasn't no yeah <laughs> he said do you mean like just one time or like an annual one million thing and it's like so literally she's meat to you yeah she's nothing she's and like expendable exactly just like and he sees her as a worker he's she's working for him yep mm-hmm. yes she's exactly has a job and i feel yeah i feel like every person in this every character in this movie might represent like some sort of different aspect of how people try to navigate living in a capitalist society i could see that i could yeah see because that. like i'm gonna pull up my notes again so i can have everyone's names <laughs> um because like obviously steven and kiwi are the one percent mm-hmm. And then, um, like, Gavin is someone who, like, one of those people who's, like, so hopelessly brainwashed into, Mm -hmm. like, if you do all the right things, you too can become a billionaire. But no, you fucking can't. Yeah, no, it's not. No, you can't. It doesn't, it doesn't work like that. No matter how often they tell you that if you just work hard and play your cards right, that you can move up in social class, it's not true. (laughs) No, absolutely not. And then Ted, on the other hand, is the kind of person who, like, he might not necessarily be trying to become a billionaire in that way, but he's just, like, one of those people who is brainwashed into thinking that if you do all the right things, you will be rewarded in some way. Mm. And, like, maybe you won't always be treated like shit mm. in a capitalist society. Yeah. Maybe things will get better. Maybe like, you'll he's get a Christmas bonus. Maybe you'll get a exactly. promotion. Yeah, no, it's... yeah. Yeah. And, like, would be fine with the, just the jelly of the month club that yeah, they talked about. Because, like, like we could have at least eaten that kind yeah, of thing. And, exactly. like, he's frustrated with it, but he's, like, at some point it'll work out, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And then Tatum's more of a realist. And she's mm-hmm. like, no, this is fucked up. I came from nothing. These people don't give a fuck about us. Mm-hmm. Like, if this, we can fucking leave and figure mm-hmm. it out kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And then I honestly don't really know where Missy falls. I think she, like... I think she's supposed to represent just, like, how women are treated in the workplace, especially attractive yeah. young women. Um, yes. Because, you know, there are so many, so many industries, industries, so many places that if you are, I don't, I shouldn't even say an attractive young woman. If you're a woman, then you're going to be taken advantage mm-hmm. of um, by disgusting men. Um, yeah. Who think that you are only there for their sick pleasure and that you are... Mm-hmm happy to do anything that they want you to do and if you're not happy or if you're going to refuse then there's just no place for you here um, yeah there's no place for you here you're a bitch you need to go figure it yes, out like exactly you're approved yeah you're you know you're this that and the yeah. other it's like oh well everyone does this everyone does this to get ahead all all women mm-hmm. have to do this to get ahead absolutely not not fucking no. true um and if it is true it's because that's the way that the men made it <laughs> to exactly. be <laughs> so exactly uh, yeah yeah so i just think that's really interesting and it Seems like it was a choice, but if it wasn't, like, it's kind of a happy accident. Yeah, no, I think... I wish so much that I would have been able to find more about that yeah. aspect of this. Because I need, it's like, so interesting to a me. a think piece on this by people who understand the corporate yeah. world <laughs> more than I do, because I don't understand any of that me shit. Me too. Um, yeah, because, like, neither of us work in a corporate world. Like, mm-hmm. my only association with it really, obviously, other than, like, just people I know... Mm-hmm more closely is like my dad being in corporate situations Mm -hmm. and my dad is like would have been more of a ted but without the fact of like he i don't think that my dad would be willing to cover up a murder Mm -hmm. or like do all sorts of like crazy shit that ted did Mm -hmm. he doesn't put up with that much shit but like Mm -hmm. he had to put up with a lot in a lot of his jobs yeah um but like I work in a lab, mm-hmm. Tay works in a bookstore, so, yeah. like, we don't have those direct corporate associations, and mm-hmm. it would be really interesting to hear perspectives from mm-hmm. people who do have more yes. direct But I do understand the, um, the frustration of, like, yes. working really hard for a company and not being rewarded by anything other than more work, um, which mm-hmm. isn't a reward, but then they're like, oh, yeah. you are willing to, like, fucking break your back 
to do yeah. this. So instead of making, without so much of a thank you, yes, yeah. exactly. So instead of making your life easier, we're just going to give you more. And then whenever you start to complain, we're going to say that you're a bad sport and you're not working for the yes. team, even though you are literally <laughs> carrying yeah. the entire team. Um, that is something that we both know too well. Yeah, absolutely. Not in our current positions by any means, mm-hmm. but we've both experienced yes. it, and it's. It's fucked up and it's awful. Mm -hmm. And, like, we know what it's like to live in a capitalist society that views us as nothing but a number. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's incredibly frustrating. And I think that this movie does a really, really good job of, like, making you feel the fury that that Mm -hmm. should incite. Yes. It's very... In a lot of ways. Yeah. No, there was the time, like, at the very end, kind of, like, in the climax area where I was like, I'm going to be sick. Like, I can't. (laughs) I'm I'm done. I'm over it. Like, I'm... I was really enjoying the movie, like, the entire time. But, like, there was one point where I was just like, I'm fucking sick. Like, this is... Whenever he's, like, making them shoot the guns, he's like, this one's a blank. This one's not a blank. This one's a blank. Ha, ha, ha. Like, this is so much fun. Mm -hmm. I was literally just like, I'm going to throw up. Like, this is so disgusting. horrendous. That you can just see people doing this and it's just whatever who cares Mm -hmm. yeah because i know it's true i know it's real it's exactly how it works in fucking corporate capitalist america maybe not in such a literal sense obviously but it's like a definite representation of it for sure a excellent metaphor um oh yeah it's very well done and gives a lot to think about absolutely for sure um yeah yeah, this was a good I movie. feel like I had another, yeah, I feel like I had another thought that I wanted t- to touch on, but I don't remember what it was. I don't know either. I want to watch the rest of these. Oh, sorry. I also want to watch the rest of these. Yeah, no, I want to watch, I want to watch the rest of them. There, I was looking at the other titles yeah. in the Into the Dark series thing, and a lot of mm-hmm. them looked really interesting. So I might have oh, yeah. to compile a list of like some of my favorite titles and then see if we can work We them can work the, through them. Into the, yeah. into the thing. It can be our into next, the fold. like... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk about the movie series right now because fuck Spyglass. But mm-hmm. it can be our next little series that we do, maybe. Yeah, that could be fun. Working mm-hmm. our way through the Into the Dark series, mm-hmm. I would really love that because you know we love Blumhouse. Yes, in, absolutely. In this podcast, mm-hmm. uh, so that could be really fun, and we can kind of sprinkle them in not every month because, like you know, we yeah, only do episodes yeah. every other yeah, week. But still, it'd be um, fun. It'd be a fun thing to work through. Yeah, maybe a few a year. Yeah. Absolutely. And I want to particularly do the ones that have their own Wikipedia page. I'm yes. not saying that. Okay, here's my thing. Wikipedia, we all know, is not a place that you want to do your primary research mm-hmm. because, like, anyone can edit it, right? Yes. But it has links. But it's a good place to find. A, it's a yes. good starting point yes. to, like, find other resources and stuff like that. Yeah, because so. they have the reference page. So Exactly. You so I think ones like, yeah, I think ones like that would um, probably lend to a little bit of an... Uh, more straightforward mm. research experience. Yes, than this absolutely. Did. Yeah, I'm but surprised I there isn't more that. stuff about this because this is a really good, interesting movie. Exactly, it's mm. fascinating, and there's like just so much that you can pick apart in mm. it. And mm. I, that's why I'm so disappointed with like the interviews that I found because a lot of them were primarily like with the actors were just like, "How did you feel about being in this role?" Yeah. Were you excited to work on this? Yeah. What was it like working with this person? And that's kind of all that it was. But, like, I didn't see anything that was kind of going into what the meat of this movie mm-hmm. means. Mm-hmm. And there's so much to get out of it. And yeah. I want more people to talk about it. People and who are much people... smarter than us. <laughs> yes. Because, <laughs> like, we can scratch the surface a little bit, sure. But there's so much more to dive into about it. Absolutely. And I, like, would love to hear different perspectives and yeah. everything, too. So if you're listening... Watch the movie, rate it on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, please. <laughs> IMDb, mm-hmm. all of that. Tell your friends about it. Talk about it some more because I want people talking about this shit. Yeah, no. You send us an email. We can start a dialogue about it. We'll talk about it. That'd be awesome. If you send us we'll an email with your more. fucking think piece on this movie, we will read it and we will talk about it on the pod. Hell yeah, we will. <laughs> please do. That'd be so much fun. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you have any final thoughts on a nasty piece of work, Tay? Um, I love women. That's it. I love women. Uh, eat That's the rich. It. I love women. Uh, fuck capitalism. That's it. Nailed it on. Nailed it right on the head. Nailed, <laughs> yep. You said everything I was feeling. <laughs> I have nothing to add to that. <laughs> so, with all that being said, oh, we have social medias. Um, Tay, where can the people find us? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you can find us on Twitter at Here's Horror. You can find us on Instagram at Here's Horror Podcast. You can find us on Tumblr at Here's Horror. Um, you can shoot us an email at Here's Horror Podcast at gmail.com. And you can subscribe to our Kofi at Kofi.com slash Here's Horror Podcast. Yeah. 
come come find Killed us. Killed it. Yeah. Nailed it. Come I find just, us. Come hang out with us. Yeah. We aren't super active on Twitter, but it's fine. Yeah. Fuck Elon Musk. You can follow us there anyway. Fuck yeah. Elon Musk. Um, so I just put an S on the end of his last name. I don't cares. care. It's fine. It, whatever. It. <laughs> I don't care about him so, or his feelings or his name. <laughs> eat the rich. Eat the rich. Fuck the 1%. Mm-hmm. That's the moral of this story. Absolutely. <laughs> So with all that being said, thank you so much to Tay for watching a nasty piece of work with me. And thank you for listening. And I said that out of order and then it threw me off. Um, but it's fine. Happy holidays. Thanks <laughs> Happy for holidays, hanging out guys. with us. We See love you. you. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Last episode of the year. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. It's been a fun yeah. year. Thanks for it sticking has. with us this year. Appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. We'll see you in 2024. Hell, yeah, we will. Bye. Bye, friends. <laughs>